it's reason enough to leave because you don't want to be there because it's not right for you. You can be grateful for what you're leaving behind. You can be sad about leaving it behind. You can break your own heart in the process. And it can still be right for you. Hey, friends. Welcome back to the Make It Inevitable podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Zamora. And today I want to give you permission to be ungrateful. If you're listening to the audio version of this, you did not see that ungrateful is in air quotes. Now, this has a story. But first, I want to preface this with the truth that I believe gratitude is one of the most powerful tools we have to raise our energetic state. This is not woo-woo or magical thinking. Gratitude has a higher vibrational frequency. This has been studied. This has been measured. When we are in gratitude, we are appreciative. We are open. We are receptive. We are not in resistance. We are not in lower vibrational emotions and states. Now, we can feel gratitude and grief. We can feel gratitude and anger. We can feel gratitude and other contractive emotions. But gratitude is always going to lift our energetic state to a higher place. Gratitude should not be used to bypass. And that's what we're going to talk about in this episode. So I just want to start with that because this is one of my most polarizing topics. Something I have shared since November, probably 2012, (laughs) maybe earlier. And the reason that I came up with this title back then is that's back when I was early into online marketing and they're always telling you, you know, find a different way to, to take an angle of what people are talking about. And this worked perfectly, permission to be ungrateful, because during the Thanksgiving season in the United States, there is a lot of talk of gratitude, being thankful. And so, again, I will say this throughout, I am a big advocate for gratitude. Gratitude is an incredibly powerful practice. We have seen in one of my programs, Foundations for Unshakable Joy, we have seen people go from feeling very negatively about their life and rating different life areas on the life wheel at a lower level and then doing a gratitude practice. So finding three to five things in each area that you're truly grateful for, even if they are silly and seemingly insignificant, like I'm just so glad every time my boss yells at me that he at least chews gum. That seems like something that is silly and not serious and inconsequential. But the truth is, finding those little things that you're truly grateful for in the face of challenging, negative, even horrific experiences raises your frequency. It makes you feel differently. And so after people would do the gratitude practice, they would rate their, that area of their life more highly on the life wheel just from practicing gratitude. It is a powerful tool and we often use it to bypass. We often use it to guilt people into staying in situations and spaces that are not right for them. We do this to ourselves as well. And that is, I believe, because we have a misunderstanding of what gratitude is. So this title goes back to a story. And that story is when I was what, 21 years old, or maybe I was only 20, I was going to turn 21, I ended a six and a half year relationship with my quote unquote high school sweetheart. I also switched jobs 
and was going through my early quarter life crisis. And essentially what had happened is, to give you a little backstory, I was very lost and directionless when I was younger. I did not understand the world. I did not see the point of anything. You could not motivate me. I was barely getting through high school, grounded most of the time because of grades, and just did not care. And when I was 14, I met that partner. We worked together at our little high school job and was in that relationship. It was not a happy or healthy relationship. It was very codependent. It was toxic. It was emotionally abusive at times. And at that same time, though, I discovered the world of graphic design. And in discovering the world of graphic design, I realized, oh, I could get paid for doing something creative and something that seems really exciting and cool to me. So, okay, I'll give this life thing a try. I pulled my grades together. I ended up graduating high school a year early. I did that through correspondence and summer school and moved to Colorado to start at the Art Institute of Denver. And shortly before graduating, I bought a townhouse with my high school sweetheart, quote unquote, sweetheart. And had gotten an incredible job at a local local graphic design firm in downtown Denver. I had just bought a car. So I had basically everything that I had set out to achieve very young. I was 20 years old. I had the townhouse, the brand new townhouse. I had the car, shiny little red sports car. I had an incredible job. I was getting paid more as an entry-level designer than most of my peers. I had the degree. Like, I did it. I decided in high school, okay, I'll go for graphic design. I'll figure out how to do this life thing that doesn't make sense to me. And I went out and I did it at the level that we're told to strive for um, far quickly than a lot of people. And I realized very early on, like soon after achieving all of that, that I didn't want that life. I actually very vividly remember kind of waking up. It felt like I woke up from a dream in my office in our three-bedroom, two-story, two-car garage townhome that was fresh, so fresh. Um, we had barely just moved into it. And my six-and-a-half-year boyfriend, quote-unquote high school sweetheart, was in the next room tinkering on his college project. And I looked around at the bare walls and the matchy-matchy furniture, and I thought, where am I? And how did I get here? And what do I do? Like, I, I, this isn't me. I don't want this life. I don't know how I got here. I don't know what to do. And started the painful process of untangling from that perfect little life that I had built. And in doing that, I had, again, I had switched jobs. I jumped into a new relationship. I moved out of the house that we shared together and I got an apartment and I was really trying to figure out where I was supposed to be. And I remember for some reason being on the phone with my ex-boyfriend, the six and a half year relationship after we broke up, kind of talking through some things and talking to him about being unhappy at the job that I was at. And I remember him telling me that I was just ungrateful. I was making all of these changes to my perfect little life, the life that everyone sets out to have, that I had managed to create at 20 years old. And he said I was just being ungrateful. And I remember how much that stung and how long I carried that, that belief that I was being ungrateful until I learned better, until I learned that when we make choices that are right for ourselves, 
and they are therefore right for the other people involved, whether they agree with that or not. Because if we don't want to be in that relationship, if we don't want to be at that job that we hate and makes us miserable and we don't care about, if we don't want to be in the community or in the friendship or in whatever it is, because it's not right for us, it is inherently not right for the other people, even though they don't always see that. They don't always agree with that. They don't always feel the same way because in their mind, you might be the perfect employee. You might be the partner of their dreams. You might check every box for what they want in a friend or a colleague or a community member. And so it's very hard for other people to understand that when we decide that something is not right for us, we are also helping them see that we are not right for them because it feels to them like we fit perfectly. And so he was hurt. He was heartbroken. He was angry at me. He was grieving. I was not just dismantling my life. I was dismantling our life. And I will be the first to admit now that I was probably not the best at that. I certainly tried to be at the time, but I was young and I was trying to figure out who I was and what I wanted to create. And I wasn't necessarily fully aware that in dismantling this life that wasn't right for me, I was dismantling a life that he felt was right for him. I was stepping out of a partnership that he would have stayed in for however long, you know, who's to say he wouldn't have realized later on either that it wasn't right for him. The point, I made a change that was right for me and it disrupted his life. He was hurt. He was angry. We could say he was lashing out. We could say he was projecting. We could say any number of things. He called me ungrateful, and it took me a long time to be able to really understand that I was grateful. I was grateful that at least it wasn't ever physical abuse. I was grateful that I had a person there that could help me with certain things. I was grateful for what we had. I was grateful for aspects of what we had, aspects of who he was. I was grateful for especially some of the gifts that being in that relationship gave me when I was younger. Having his family around in a time where my family was kind of in disarray and disconnected and post-divorce world was an incredible gift. Like There was a lot that I was grateful about for that relationship, and it was wrong for me. I had outgrown it. We had grown up from 14 and apart. There were aspects of it that were toxic and unhealthy and codependent and even abusive at times. And we didn't want the same thing. We didn't want the same life. We didn't want the same type of partnership. We were at the beginning of our careers and our lives, and I felt like I was living something that didn't feel like me, and I needed to find what that was. And he wasn't supportive of that. So there was all these different reasons why it made sense for it to end. And there were things I was grateful for. The job that I left was an incredible job. I feel so blessed that that was my first job out of college. It was not my first internship, but it was one of the best ones I had. It made me the designer that I am. It made me the strategist that I am, the creative that I am, the way that I work. I can all tie that back to this first job. I worked under Somebody who was not the healthiest (laughs) of bosses that I've had, but was brilliant, 
absolutely brilliant and taught me to have that eye, taught me to think in that way and gave me this space to explore creatively. And I'm so grateful for that job. To this day, I am grateful for that job. And so it was never true that I wasn't grateful. It was not the right fit for me. There were ways in which I was too sensitive to be in an environment with all 10 plus year older people. I was too sensitive to be teased in the ways that they like to tease. I felt unappreciated and undervalued. Um, you know, I had different feelings about that experience. And so I was I was incredibly grateful for it. Again, to this day, I credit that job with so much of what makes me the designer and brand strategist that I am, and even business owner in some ways. And it wasn't right for me. It wasn't the right job for me. It wasn't the right environment for me at the time. There were ways I can now look back and go, okay, that was like a toxic workplace because of X, Y, Z. But I was grateful for it. It was just time to leave. It was just not right for me. And so it took me a long time, all that long storytelling to say, it took me a long time to let go of the lie that I was being ungrateful because I was walking away from things that other people would have killed for. And this is where I feel like we go wrong with gratitude. You can be grateful for something and still not want it. You can be grateful for something and it can still not be the right thing for you. You can be grateful for something and you can appreciate that you have something that other people would kill for and still walk away. You have permission to be what other people will call ungrateful. Because what happens is when we go against what other people want for us or from us, or we go against what other people believe is the right way to live life, example, leaving a relationship that they think is perfect, leaving a job that they can't imagine why you would leave with the benefits and the pay and the clout and whatever else, or the partner that's being left, or the partner that doesn't want you to leave the job because they appreciate the cash flow that you bring into the household, whatever it might be. People project onto us. And so when we don't behave in the way that they think we should behave, either because it's what they want or because it's their worldview about how life should look, they project onto us. And one of the most common things that we will hear is that we're being ungrateful. You're leaving that big job with the amazing salary and benefits. You're so ungrateful. People would kill for that. There are people who are scraping two dollars together from their shitty waitressing job and you're gonna walk away from this job you're damn right I am because it's not right for me because I hate it it's killing me slowly I am literally wasting my life away for that salary I don't even get to enjoy the spoils of that salary my partner is wonderful in all these ways they're charming on the outside they're always showing up and supporting everyone else and they never show up for me they secretly are abusive to me behind closed doors we just don't jive. We're just like buds. And that's not what I want from a relationship. Like whatever your reasons are, they're valid, but they will not make sense to other people. Especially if they are the person who is losing because of the decision that you are making. And or if they just don't understand why you would do it, it doesn't make sense to them. They would kill for that job. I would love that partnership. I would love that house that you're selling, whatever it might be. They're telling you their value system, their belief system. This is their perception. We will link to the episode on not taking things personally and the perception model because that is what is happening here. To my ex and to other people, 
I was being ungrateful because I had an incredible job. I had the high school sweetheart romance for six and a half years where we bought the townhouse and we did it all so young and everybody was so excited for us for being such overachievers at such a young age. Why would you walk away from that? Because it's not right for me. So we can be grateful and choose to let something go, walk away, make a change. This is so important. This is why I bring this up almost every year in some capacity since the first time that article came out. And it makes people mad every time. Either they only read the title and they think that I'm encouraging being selfish, narcissistic, ungrateful, unappreciative jerk, or they listen and they're triggered. And they're triggered because I am speaking about something that they have been on the other side of. So they have been left by somebody that they thought they had the perfect relationship with. They have been strained by somebody choosing to quit a job that they wish they would keep because it's easier for them. They have been hurt or felt rejected or abandoned by somebody leaving their community or a client quitting or an employee who was the perfect addition to their team saying, you know what, I hate it here, I'm going to go. So I poke at that. And another type of person is someone who does not feel that they can do this for themselves. So this conversation makes people angry every year. Every year, this conversation, every year that I put it out, has gotten me the most angry slash hate emails, comments ever. And I stand by this. I stand by this because I almost let somebody who was projecting their beliefs, their value system, their hurt onto me. I almost went through the rest of my life believing that I was an ungrateful piece of crap. But it's not true. I was grateful. I was grateful for the job. I was grateful for the relationship and aspects of it and appreciative of those things. I was grateful for the incredible life that I had built. There was so much that I was grateful for. And I didn't feel like me. I felt lost. I was hurt frequently. I was unhappy and miserable and depressed. I was living a life that was not mine to live. Not mine to live. So it is not ungrateful and unappreciative and narcissistic for us to walk away from the things that are not right for us. Other people might believe that. That might feel true for them. That might be their truth about you. But that doesn't have anything to do with you and whether or not it's right for you to leave, whether or not you truly are or are not ungrateful. I am a huge, again, a huge advocate of gratitude. It is one of the most powerful tools we have to raise our vibrational state. This is not woo-woo. This is not magical thinking. Our frequency is different. Think about a time where you feel true gratitude and appreciation. How does your body feel? How do you carry yourself? What's your energy like? You're more likely to be open and receptive to things. You're more likely to come from a place of abundance and not scarcity because you are in a state of gratitude and you will match with things that are on that same frequency more easily. Gratitude is powerful. Gratitude does not mean staying somewhere that is not right for you. It's duality. And this is a piece that a lot of people can't hold and don't understand, that you can be grateful for something and walk away. I have never once regretted leaving that relationship or that job, and I am still 
grateful. You will still hear me to this day talk about my gratitude for both. Despite the toxicity, despite the things that were not right and good for me, despite the things that hurt me, I will still hold the gratitude for what I got from those experiences, for those people involved, for those spaces and places. Both. It can be both. It is both. We weaponize gratitude. We guilt people by calling them ungrateful and selfish and narcissistic because they're doing what's right for them. And the truth is, when we are doing what is truly right and aligned for us, we are doing what is truly right and aligned for the situation and the other person. Period. Do you really want, if you're in the middle of some horrific legal battle, do you really want a lawyer who hates their job but stays for the money? Or do you want the person who is there because that is their passion and their purpose work? Do you want to be married to or in a relationship with somebody who is staying out of obligation because you're such a great person and the life that you have is so nice for you? Or do you want somebody who's there because they want to be, because they're choosing it, because it's right for them down to their bones? It hurts to be on the other end of people saying, this isn't right for me. It triggers our core wounds. We feel abandoned. We feel rejected. We feel not good enough. None of that's true. It's just not the right fit. I have had incredible people tell me no, whether that's platonically, romantically, if I'm looking for support, if it's in my business. It's not right for them. That says everything about them and what they want and need. It also tells me that my right match for whatever it is is still out there. It hurts. We feel our feelings. We grieve. My ex's grief and anger was valid. In dismantling a life that was not right for me, I dismantled a life that he was content in. And I hope, ultimately, he saw that I made the best decision for us both. I hope, ultimately, he found his right partner. He created a life that was really what he wanted because it didn't include me, who was not the right fit for it. And where I am in my life now, I am so glad for everything I thought I ever wanted not working out. Because what I have now in my partnership, in my lifestyle, in my work, is so much better. It's so much more aligned. So it is not ungrateful to leave something that's not right for you. Even if you don't have what other people would deem good reason. I think it's Cheryl Strayed who writes, it's enough to want to leave. Wanting to leave is enough. It's reason enough to leave because you don't want to be there because it's not right for you. You can be grateful for what you're leaving behind. You can be sad about leaving it behind. You can break your own heart in the process. And it can still be right for you. And if it is truly right for you, not you running away, not you being an avoidance, Whatever things that we can do where we walk away from things that are right for us, just because we're scared or we're triggered or whatever else, discernment, only you know when you're doing that. No one else gets to tell you that you are. But if we're truly walking away from something because it's truly not right for us, we are doing a service to the other person or people involved. I was miserable at that job as much as I loved it, as much as I learned. 
as much as I wished it could have been different. Miserable. It stressed me out. I felt crappy about myself every day. It was uncomfortable. I have never regretted leaving, and I am so, so grateful for the time that I was there. I have never regretted leaving that relationship, and I am so, so grateful for the time that we had and the things that benefited me and us. And I wish them all the best. We have to stop weaponizing gratitude. You cannot use it as something to guilt someone into staying. It's both and. People can leave and be grateful for what they're leaving. That can be true. That is true a majority of the time. And if you're thinking of leaving something, hold both. You don't have to solely focus on what's not right for you to justify it to yourself or anyone else. You can say, I love them so much. I care about them so much. I want them to be happy. I have so appreciated the time that we have had together and I don't ever want to see them again. I learned so much. I grew so much. This shaped me so much. It's been so amazing and incredible and I never, ever want to come back here again. I never want to work with you again. It's both. Notice where you're triggered by this conversation. And I would invite you to explore why. Do I sound like somebody that left you in some way? And is there something there to heal? Is there still grief? Is there still anger that needs to be felt, that needs to be processed? You still need to make peace with it. Are you taking it personally that somebody else did this to you? Left the relationship, left the job, left the space, the community, whatever it might be. Got rid of the gift you gave them. I don't know what it is. Does it hit on your core wounds? What's being revealed there to be healed, to be worked with? And really, truly, do you want a person in the role that they were in that does not want to be there, that does not believe it's the right fit for them? Is that ultimately the right and best thing for you? And if you are making challenging decisions right now for yourself and your life and for the people around you, whether they know it or not, and you're being called ungrateful and people are projecting onto you, please anchor into the truth that you can be grateful for something and leave. You have permission to be, quote unquote, ungrateful because the quote unquote is other people's standards and not truth. You are not being ungrateful. And sometimes it is our gratitude and our love for the people and places that are a big part of the decision to leave, to break their hearts to do whatever it is that they don't want, that we don't necessarily want. I don't ever want to break hearts. That doesn't mean that I haven't and that hasn't been the best thing for me and them. And it will take people time to see it and some people never will. And that's okay. You still didn't do the wrong thing. You weren't malicious. You weren't selfish. You weren't narcissistic. You weren't ungrateful. That's their perception of it, their experience of it. And they are entitled to their side of the story and their experience and their feelings. It doesn't make it true. It doesn't make it the truth about you. Trust yourself to do what's right and best for you. And as you do that, do it with love and care for other people, but know that ultimately you are doing what is right and best for them. If you have questions, if you need support, Check the show notes for resources and I will be back soon with another episode.